Hello. <coughs> okay, you can hear. Cool. Just mic checking. Um, hi, my name's Alex. I've just literally five seconds ago thought of an idea for a podcast. Um, I've been trying to think of one for a while, and <laughs> over the years I've contemplated writing a book. Uh, will anyone be interested? I don't know. Will anyone be interested in this podcast? I don't know. Um, I think the theme of this podcast will be kind of my personal life lessons that maybe someone can one of you out there can learn from maybe uh what's the say my name's alex i'm 37 years old now uh often reflect on things i've done my life and what i've learned from them whether whether good or bad and yeah um I've thought of a theme for this first episode, which I can dive straight into. <coughs> um, so let's rewind to 2007. I was 23-year-old. I just kind of got out of university. I'm sure I'll go into it more another time. <coughs> out of university, moved down south i went to university up in yorkshire i'm from the midlands originally leicester you can probably tell by my accent so from university moved down south for better job prospects for honest um rented for a while and then bought a house with my then girlfriend who i met at university office room uh office romance <laughs> university romance right anyway 2007 just before the credit crunch price crisis I forgot the terminology now because I feel under pressure <laughs> anyway um, yeah house prices went straight down after a spy in 2007 anyway that's kind of irrelevant but um, I'll come up later on within a year or two unfortunately yeah 2009 to 2010 <coughs> partner split up with me she walked out of me she left me single-handedly paying a mortgage which is kind um <laughs> i remember actually not that i'm bitter about it but um after our two years first interest only uh zero hundred percent mortgage which is mad back then i don't think they even exist now so we didn't put a deposit down couldn't afford to anyway and we were only paying off the interest after two years came up we had an opportunity to start actually go to a repayment mortgage actually paying off off something but um she persuaded us not to which is again kind knowing that a year later whatever i was just left with it single-handedly paying it which is nice anyway not to bore you too much trying to get some uh interesting story out of this so I was left in that situation. I had an office job at the time, nine to five. And uh, I just want to hopefully inspire people that to use the tagline of this podcast, there are enough hours in the day. So basically I had to earn money, right? <laughs> My office job, although I enjoyed it, was, uh, was not paying the bills, right? So um, I decided to run my CV to... Uh, local bars, restaurants, hotels, um, 
found a local hotel that did loads of functions. It's a bit of a wedding factory, if I'm honest, but um, they took me on kindly. And very quickly, I was doing some ridiculous hours on top of my office job. So I'd, I started off working maybe a Friday, a Saturday. So I'd do it a, a clock off from the office at five. It's like an hour commute, which didn't help. But, you know, get to the hotel at six and then clock on and catch the evening reception of a Friday wedding so I'd work behind the bar there often it went on till not just midnight but kind of 3am because I had a separate license and separate bar for up between 12 and 3 and after that you'd have to set up for the wedding the next day <coughs> so you'd often be there till 6am which is nuts but that's like a 12 hour shift right um, minimum wage I guess it was um, around that about 12 hours of it soon added up and then the next day I might be crazy enough to, to do another wedding um, I think on occasion I'd, I'd be back in there at like kind of midday-ish which is nuts thinking about it like six hours sleeping back there again work from midday to but yeah did I do like 16 hour shift after doing a 12 one before I think I did because give you some stats my record was um did a 300 hour month once when i counted the um 160 150 hours i guess if you do 37 and a half hour week at the office and then did the exact same amount of hours behind the bar so i was working literally working two jobs not getting much sleep but creaming it in because i was doing um so many hours i'd do like a couple of shifts in a week as well just till midnight or six till midnight whatever had a bit of an agreement that yes they would let me off at midnight during the week because yes i've got an office job to get up for the next day anyway um yeah did that for two years nuts isn't it did it for first year whole of the first year by the way quite soon into it i met my now wife and she's incredible and it did definitely turn out to be one of the best decisions ever made working there because you know i wouldn't be where i am now with a wife and kids um without it but yeah so <coughs> a year into it i spent a year kind of climbing out of debt and i did manage to get a lodger at my house as well which helped financially that first year flew by i didn't really have any social time i was getting envious of serving people drinks on a nice sunny afternoon and <laughs> not doing myself sorry about the audio <coughs> but you know I kept very motivated and to get out of debt primarily pay the bills and yeah it took me a year to do that um, my, my new girlfriend was very understanding at the time she's brilliant I kind of some good stories about stay at her mum sometimes and I'd, I'd turn up at three, four, five, six a.m. in the in the morning she'd hear the trundle of my diesel Volkswagen Golf kind of pull up outside and she'd stir and she'd give me a great big cuddle and she'd left me some some lasagna something my favourite for me to have a quick snap before got some sleep and that's just brilliant the next day and if I was getting up to do the office run she'd kind of get up and make me a sandwich a little pack up and yeah fun memories and special lady she is but 
Anyway, yeah, so year one, I kind of achieved what I wanted to achieve. As I say, I was in a lot of debt, climbed out of it, felt good and thought, okay, what's my motivation now? Maybe I can keep this up, you know, I'm, I'm not on my wits end yet. <laughs> uh, I'm now, I feel like I'm doing it because I want to do it and not because I have to. So I was still in the house. Um, just to bore you even further, I had an agreement with my ex, we amicable that she would stay on the mortgage she wouldn't pay a penny but um so i could keep a roof over my head I'd, I'd pay it diligently and she wouldn't insist on selling it until further notice so at that time that agreement was still in place and i was paying the mortgage as i say unfortunately not actually paying any of it off and the house prices were took a real dip by now in 2010 it was still if we were to cut our losses we would have owed a lot of money so we didn't no, I just cracked on um yeah so back to the hotel um year two new motivation get a sports car <laughs> i studied car design at university so i'm properly into it and always dreamed of a particular marquee brand british sports car by the name of tvr it was what i based like school projects and my first university projects on like the design that just blew my mind um and so i thought you know if i keep going i can get a few grand together a few thousand pounds and maybe i can get an old old tvr i was, I was looking ones around the six grand mark i thought you know keep my head down for a few months get uh get one of them a few months went by and i got more ambitious and um, if, I, if I kept going maybe I could get 10 grand and it went on and 6 months went by and 9 months went by and towards 12 months and I'd, I'd got I, I don't know why I'm telling you the exact financials but yeah I was kind of getting an extra £1,000 a month from this hotel job so 12 months and 12 grand and I found um, towards 15 grand I could get a TVR Tuscan which was the ultimate dream it was the car of my dreams and it was within reach so i kept plugging away and i started looking seriously at buying them and um, i found one I really liked and to cut a long story short i bought it navy blue beautiful machine and uh, very quickly after that quit my job and then couldn't afford the petrol so <laughs> i had that income but you know it's kind of living my dream anyway and then um, by then well what now wife who's a bit younger than me sort of finished university and we were looking at moving in together and stuff and anyway yeah i just wanted to inspire people who don't have kids like me now and do have spare time and you know maybe they're kind of sat in twiddling their thumbs getting stressed about financial woes on an evening i know there, there is opportunities out there and yeah have to pay tax and be legit if you're on a payroll for a second occupation and maybe i'll do a podcast on the in and out so that and get do a kind of deep dive into what that involves and things financially but you know it's better than sitting watching eastenders in my opinion on an evening when you can go and work till midnight on a monday night why not um do a six-hour shift times six by the minimum wage and 
that's not too bad is it just on a Monday night um yeah so that's that's my my first subject on podcast and I um I don't want to drain on too much but um I, I thought about writing a whole book on this subject because uh, along the lines of a quit smoking inspirational book or something you know but uh, I know there's a lot of people out there struggling and maybe they don't don't think of these ideas um I feel quite a fidgety and energetic person as such as myself sat at a desk nine to five um that was a bit of a release to kind of be up and about and yeah serving drinks took great pleasure from that and meeting people and oh there's such a great atmosphere at the hotel itself you know it's just like loads of friends there's nights out and stuff on top of that just to add to the tiredness but you know you can sleep when they're dead they say don't you so um you know as a new dad now i've having less sleep um so i'm kind of maybe that was training for it <laughs> but yeah i kind of left all that behind me now and i'm concentrating on the same office job now um i've got a different role there now so it's a bit more serious and actually yeah let's keep going so um yeah i did um had another came out of retirement a bit for a second job at one point because uh couple of years after a, no a year or so after I quit the hotel I was struggling again a bit you know it wasn't just a sports car I kept it kind of locked away and I think I only put like a thousand miles a year on it really kept it for four years in total if you're interested and sold it after four years for like four gun profit so pretty happy and it was incredible that that car in particular as some of you might know has a reputation for being really unreliable but actually during that duration I didn't even have to buy a new tire like it was incredible it was a good financial um decision yeah and i was just saying yeah like a year after i bought it so i was struggling a bit again and basically commuting with my wife and dropping her at the train station on the way um how's that relevant uh yeah i got another bar job just a bit more casually looking back don't really know why i did it I kind of I'd got in debt again a little bit and it was really annoying me and I wanted to climb out of that and I didn't know any other way than this. Um, yeah, that's, it was a Brasserie Blanc restaurant, if you know them. This was before my promotion of the job that I was talking about now, so I don't have to take myself that seriously. And um, yeah, I wasn't taken seriously at that job. It ended up, I was there for like six months or something. I kind of like kind of interfered with our little commute with the wife and I was just a few months into it question why I was doing it um it was often just like six o'clock to sometimes it's like 9 p.m like three hours it just wasn't the same um it was a minimum wage yet the expectation level was so much higher there I'd say and uh yeah the boss had gave me a nickname which I don't tell you behind my back which was bit pissed off about actually went to him one stage with a list of things like you know if you're going to pay us a wage don't expect this 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 in this office to be outright professionals anyway that just came a bit frustrating like late at night mopping the floors thinking i'm not a piece of shit sorry to swear but <coughs> i'm better than this sort of thing this time i was like approaching my 30s and thought Oh, I don't have to do this. This is like what I've done a three-hour shift and a 
less than 20 quid and it's kind of my wife's took a hit because she's had to commute back from the train station by herself and all this stuff that yeah i gave it up in the end and financially i don't think that paid off for it really good in the end um just while i'm on the story so maybe another year or so after that in what's the year now 2014 we moved to brighton really fun place <laughs> if only just moved out of that actually seven years later when I moved there um, uh, I'd read about delivery right? I got really into my cycling so I'm quite fidgety and energetic um, I read about delivery in London I thought oh my god imagine if that was like I love to do it I like the idea of bike couriering and stuff so if I came to Brighton I'd be so interested and then one day I saw like someone pedal pass with delivery bag I thought oh my god so I kind of got in touch with them and said are you doing it are you in this area and they got back to me and said we're just trialling it and um, was I interested in a interview and yes I absolutely was and I turned up there at the interview in my cycling gear my, I'd, I'd become a member of the local Brighton Mitre cycling club by that point so I kind of <laughs> just turned up in that gear like you know I'm a keen cyclist I'm good for it and I was one of the original six uh, cyclists uh, delivering in Brighton. I think there's like 20 um, scooter riders at the time, but yeah, we were one of the pioneers and it was really good fun. I ended up doing that for two years um, until I got knocked off my bike, but that's another story by a motorist. <laughs> Not delivering, that's just on a pleasure ride. Anyway, delivery was wicked. Again, additional income. Um, what did I use that for? Yeah, we're saving up for flat to buy flat. That's it. That was my motivation there. House prices, flat prices in Brighton were not cheap. Um, actually, no, rewind. I started doing it because I wanted to get a engagement ring for my now wife. Just to be a soppy sod. I thought, how am I going to afford this? And then pay for the wedding. So, again, all I know is to just work hard and plug away in my spare time. That's what I did. Um, we still recording? Let's check. Hopefully. Yeah, I believe so. So, did that. Three months, whatever. Engagement ring, bang. Yeah, so it's October. Oh, I forget the year now. 20... I'd have to look up when exactly it was, 2013 maybe, October 2013 or 2012 even. No, because we moved to Brighton. So October 2014 is my best guess. Yeah, and then I proposed on New Year's Eve, like during the morning of New Year's Eve, um, to my wife. Um, after that, I carried on. I thought, yeah, as I say. Got, um, had an asset in my car which I was going to use as my share of the deposit but how about the wedding how are we going to afford that so I kept pedalling away and it was really good fun it was a passion of mine to go cycling and to do little missions on the, the app is really intuitive and you get kind of a mission go here collect that go here deliver that like it's kind of like a computer game I was really into hill climbing on my bike and Brighton's full of these short sharp little hills and there's a great sense of achievement so <laughs> I'm not going to say lazy because I'm a takeaway 
um, orderer myself, but you know, sort of at the top of a hill or it's a takeaway, you've got to pedal up to the top and it's a great sense of achievement and they often gave you a tip and said, bloody hell mate, well done. Um, have a couple of quid for your efforts, thanks for delivering my Thai food or whatever it is. And yeah, it's brilliant. It's like, a, um, so to start with, just to explain more, um, the first three months was like, you had to get assigned shifts. It's, um, to say come rain or shine i'm going to work wednesday at 6 p.m till 10 p.m whatever that would be and i had to turn up for it and i was very disciplined and did that um around christmas time that, that they they changed it to more kind of gig economy which is great and we went to these meetings about it and how they're going to change it you can just log onto the app whenever you want if you're on holiday for two months it's fine come back your job's still there for you you just do it whenever you want and that was much more preferable before they had like a wage, I think it was six pounds an hour, and each delivery on top of that you got a pound. Whereas this time, um, it was four pounds per delivery. So if you're logged on when it's quiet, you kind of take the hit. On Tuesday lunchtime might be really quiet, you might do one delivery an hour if that. So you wouldn't earn as much, but then on a busy Friday night, depending on how fast you pedal, and this is all part of the challenge for me, I think I did like five deliveries an hour at my best. So what's that time? So that's 20 quid an hour. It's pretty good. It's better than your minimum wage at the hotel, isn't it? And something I enjoy and bombing around Brighton and I got to know it like the back of my hand. I'd like the knowledge, I'd say. Anyway, again, kept it up until <laughs> I broke my kneecap because car drove into me. Um, I did have a couple of stints returning since then, but... Um, keep banging on about this promotion at work but that kind of affected me and I was in some early 30s by this time so you know maybe I should take myself a bit more seriously if I'm like going to a meeting with some US colleagues during the day and then they're staying in Brighton because they did because it's near my office can't see me in my stinky old delivery gear picking up food from a restaurant like that really yeah kind of affect me a bit and again you kind of assess at points you know you got to take yourself a bit more seriously but that's kind of why I gave it a bit I don't think I fully really explained that and let's get into that another time but um yeah when you reach the point where you're not enjoying it I think have to maybe have a two-year limit on things kind of got to that point fortunately and yeah the tax started to kick in and not to boast, but it was pushing me into the higher tax bracket. So basically I was getting taxed 40% on a four pound delivery. So scrubbing around in the pissing rain, <laughs> cycling up a hill to deliver some some person their, their pizza that's really awkward to carry, kind of gets a bit degrading and that's what killed it for me at the end. I wasn't enjoying it. So yeah, I knocked that in the head and we'd, we'd got married by that point and again I'd achieved my financial objective. We bought our flat and yeah, just enjoyed living in Brighton after that. But um, yeah, hopefully people can take things from this. There's, there's options out there, especially the gig economy. I'd thoroughly recommend it if you enjoy it. Sure, there's like Uber driving, there's scooter takeaway deliveries. If you live in a city, like take advantage of that. Now I've moved out into a Recently, as I say, into, into a village, there's not that much opportunity. And if I did want to return to it, I wouldn't really get that. Um, yeah, I've had lots of caffeine and decided to record my first podcast. So 
that's 24 minutes um, hopefully you guys can take something from it and um, I think I'm going to another subject for another time just realised what this podcast t- could turn into and that's like life lessons for my son um, so my one year old if I imagine I'm kind of <coughs> talking to him in a, in a way and talking about things I've learned in my life that he might benefit from from knowing um, again I'd like to include other people's interviews and things in that experiences not just mine um, yeah it's, it's a possible new new title for this show <laughs>